Okay. Hi, welcome to the Talk to Defeat ALS podcast. I'm your host, Tony Heil, Director of Communications and Public Policy at the ALS Association Greater Philadelphia Chapter. And this is March 2019, unless you're listening to this in the future because this is the internet and you can listen anytime. Um, I am uh, focused this month on Social Work Month because March is a month to recognize the uh, contributions of social workers across the country. And the ALS Association Greater Philadelphia Chapter uh, has many wonderful social workers who have contributed to the growth and success of our work in the fight against ALS. Each week this month, we're talking to social workers to get their perspectives on why they became social workers, uh, why they joined the fight against ALS, the challenges they may face, um, what they want to do, and you know why they see social work is so valuable, because I think we all do here at the chapter. Uh, before I get into my conversation today with my friend Mary Ann Jones from the Hershey area, I would uh, recommend that you go to our website, www.alsphiladelphia.org, to learn about all of our care services and programs and how to connect with our social workers and our clinics. And you can also find out how to donate, volunteer, and be an advocate. And you can follow us on all social media channels at ALS Philadelphia. And I hope that you will subscribe and comment on this podcast on iTunes or Podbean to help us get a wider um, range of audience so we can spread ALS awareness both here in our chapter area and across the country. And we even have listeners in other parts of the world. So thank you all for listening. Thank you, Marianne Jones, for being part of our podcast today. Thank you, Tony, for having me. So, Marianne, you um, are a recent social worker, right? You only started in social work a couple months ago. I started here in August, but this is my second stint with the ALS Association. I was there for three years prior. Yeah, and so, but you have, you have a long career in social work. I was just joking a little bit. <laughs> I do. I've been a social worker for about 27 years. And so what drew you to becoming a social worker? Well, I think uh, primarily that I hope to help people with um, managing some of the most difficult times of their lives, uh, hoping to put them in touch with resources and support and uh, giving them a voice. And so did anything in your life make you think this is something I'd like to do or was just I need to find a job? I mean, there's no bad answer here. Actually, I, my grandfather, as I was growing up, had uh, many medical issues and spent uh, much of my childhood in the hospital, in and out of the hospital. And I watched uh, social workers at that time help to put resources into the home so that my grandmother and my mother could help care for him. And I think that's kind of when it uh, kind of popped that, hey, this looks uh, fairly interesting. Um, and. From that time on, it's kind of been in the back of my mind, and that's how I became a social worker. I think that all of us probably have had some sort of um, health issue in our families, and seeing someone, um, seeing the amount of people it takes to help in any of the situations, whether it's someone that is going through an injury or a fatal disease, you see that, and maybe it sparks something in you that, how can I use my talents in such a way that I can be useful in, in uh, this kind of setting. Absolutely. And so what drew you to ALS work? Did you have familiarity with it before you came to the chapter? Actually, I did. I was a social worker at a hospital um, for many years in the ICU, and some of uh, our ALS patients actually came through the ICU. So I did have some um, 
And actually, I worked for hospice also. We had uh, several ALS patients there. So, so I, I was exposed to the ALS population uh, prior to my work here um, and happy to be here. And um, so when you came in, it doesn't make it any easier, though, having ALS experience. You, you knew what you were getting into, and it's such a difficult disease, whether it's for a person Absolutely. living with it or as a social worker, I believe, imagine. Absolutely correct. It does not make it any easier. It just arms you with a bit of knowledge. Yeah. Uh, do you think, as we move into the other part of our discussion here, um, do you think sometimes knowing more makes it even harder because... You know, I've had conversations with social workers here who will see someone and they will be able to understand where they are in their progression much better than I can. So does the knowledge sometimes make it even harder for you um, just on a personal level? Absolutely. I think on a personal level it does because we know what, what's going to happen, um, you know, where, where the road is leading. Um, so I believe it does personally make, make it more difficult. I think professionally um, it obviously allows us to help them more effectively. And so you work at the out of the Penn State um, Hershey Medical Center, the clinic there, the right. nationally recognized ALS Association um, Treatment Center. Um, what does a social worker do at that center? Like, it's the same, I think, at all the clinics, but just give us a little bit of a description about what your role would be at that clinic. Sure, sure. I am part of a multidisciplinary team along with the, the nurses, physicians, um, therapists, speech and nutrition, and I will see all the patients who come to the clinic um, with them, their families, get a sense of how they're doing at home, uh, what kind of help they may need, what they're looking for, how, how they're managing, how they're coping. Um, and just try to uh, be somebody who's available to bounce some ideas off of how can we make things, th this whole process, uh, easiest um, for them and for their families. And uh, it's not always easy to do that. Everyone comes to you, you know, I with other diseases maybe people come and you say, okay, here's what to expect um, week one, month two, etc. And here's the 10 things you do when you go out the door. But I imagine, um, especially at such a um, well-organized clinic, that you have a lot of work that you have to do to prepare people because every case is so different. Absolutely. Every case is different. And probably the number one question is, well, what can I expect from families? And, and that's almost impossible to answer um, because everybody is progressing at a different rate and has different needs. Um, and basically, my job is just to talk about, well, you know, this is where we are. Let's look at the needs we have right now um, because those are the most important ones we need to deal with. Um, and then, you know, we, we can talk a little bit about in, in the future kind of looking ahead, maybe being a little bit prepared. Um, but, you know, the, the time frame and, and the scope of, their, of needs is, is obviously um, something that we can't determine. So what are the challenges that you face as a professional in social work here at the chapter um, or just as a human being dealing with it? Well, I think some of the challenges as far as patient care is uh, the lack of community resources for help in the home, um, whether the patients um, are over income for some services and even though they're over income for community services, you know, they're not prepared financially or able to pay for the help that they need at the home. And that's really, um, I find the most difficult, not being able to get people the things that they really need to have. Um, so that's what we, that's what we deal with um, in clinic day in and day out. 
So that's a challenge that you face getting people things they need or not being able to. Um, how does that feel personally? Because you you know what it means to them if they can't. I think it's very it's very frustrating um, for for me because you know I see my role is is trying to help fi- fix things or, or enable patients to fix things or, or make things um, easiest for them and you know simple services that may, they may need as far as um, additional care in the home or those kinds of things that. I can't just easily put in for them or make a phone call and then say, here, this is, you know, this is what's going to happen. So I, I think one of the challenges is to continue to find and fight for some community resources for people. That's great. And what kind of services, community services do people have? Because we talk about all the um, programs that we serve at the chapter, and those are all valuable, but Absolutely. you guys do even more than what we say because there might be – you guys – as Melissa Call said in her last podcast, you guys are problem solvers. Absolutely, absolutely. So what we do is we work with, with, with the community resources such as Office of Aging if a patient is over 60 to see if they qualify for any programs there to help with home care. Um, we, we work with um, the waiver program through the state of Pennsylvania, which has multiple uh, programs depending upon age and income to help assist and put uh, services in the home as far as home care and ramping and home modifications. We also work with the VA um, if a patient is a veteran to see what services they may be able to provide, again, with home care, home modifications, those kinds of things. Um, so we, we are problem solvers, which is why it's, it's frustrating when we can't help solve the problem. Um, but we do our best to, to find what community resources or grants or funds um, I exist in the community to be able to help our patients. And so is one of the challenges just keeping up to date on all of those changes on what grants are available, what programs in the counties or states or, or private and... Well, yeah. Yeah, it can be. It can be a, a problem keeping up and, and oftentimes, you know, there are changes within the program as far as um, income guidelines and those kinds of things that do change. So it is important that we kind of stay up on all of that so that we're be- better able to guide our patients. So that's a challenge is getting all the, navigating through a very difficult system. Um, do you have resources that can help you do that? Do you work with the other social work team throughout the chapter? or Absolutely. We, we do work with each other. Um, I work with social workers in the community that I have built a relationship with over the years. Um, and, you know, occasionally uh, our friend Google does help also <laughs> with finding some, uh, some programs that may exist in, in areas that um, I'm not as familiar with. Well, speaking of Google, is one of the challenges of a social worker um, having people come in um, with too much information from the internet and having to um, recorrect them in a way kindly so that they don't think, oh, I should do this or that because I saw it on Facebook or social media. Is that a absolutely? Was that a challenge you didn't expect to face when you first started in social work? Uh, yes, because there wasn't Google back then, <laughs> and it wasn't as widely used back then. Uh, it is. Um, people will read things, and often there is uh, more information to, to what you're reading. Um, so it's very important that patients talk to their social workers so that they can get accurate information. Um, it, it's okay to kind of go online and, and just kind of look around and maybe bring those questions back to your support team. But I think it's really important that you um, follow the guidance of, of your social worker um, in navigating the community resources to assist you. Great. And I appreciate all of the hard work that goes into that. I think 
from the Thank outside, you. it's hard for people to see what you guys all do because it's such a all-encompassing role as a social worker. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. So those are some of the challenges and also what got you into being a social worker. Um, in the next year or in general, what are things that you would like to uh, see for yourself and your profession or what you would like to do as a social worker for people with ALS? I think I would like to just continue to provide support, um, fight for our patients' uh, uh, rights, resources, give, help to give them a voice um, to uh, better be able to have the smoothest process and the most support that they can going through this trying time. Yeah, so um, every, because there's no real success story, I guess, with ALS, because it's always fatal, but you can find your own successes in talking with someone and knowing that you made their life a little bit better. Absolutely, absolutely. I think um, as, as a social worker, if we can make things as good as we can, um, make sure that they're aware of all the services that can be provided, um, improve their lives as best we can so that their family can enjoy the time that they have, they can enjoy the time that they have with each other, that, that is a success story. That's, uh, I think that's really important here. It's a very challenging place to work, not because the people here aren't good or the conditions of working, just the disease is challenging for all of us. And, Absolutely, it uh, is. Absolutely. Do you guys at the uh, Hershey Clinic um, or as your social work team throughout the chapter or beyond that, do you guys ever just talk about what that toll is? Because you, you grow bonds with a lot of the families you meet. We do, we do, and every couple of months we do have a remembrance ceremony within our clinic where we um, honor and remember all of our patients that we served who have passed on, and I think that's also very helpful for those of us to um, be able to remember and to speak um, of the patients that we did grow close to. Yeah, and I'm sure it, it, that number um, goes up pretty quickly uh, because you it doesn't take long for you to establish a rapport with people. It doesn't. It doesn't. Our, our patients are great. Our families are great. Um, and it's an honor to, to help them and get to know them. Wonderful. Well, I, I think, you know, we are a unique area where we're able to um, create these bonds and um, every relationship has a lasting impact. And I think all of us here, where we'll remember people by first name, sometimes years after they've passed on because it made a big difference in all of our lives. Absolutely. You are correct, Tony. So what, I think that social work is very valuable. I, I think it's a really a huge contributor to the success of our chapter and wider ALS association. Um, what, what makes, what, why do you think that social work is valuable? I think social work is valuable because we are, we are available to our patients, clients to provide support, bring about change, improve their lives, and be a voice for them and encourage them to use their own voice. Yeah, and what does what does that mean to uh, to people now that you can do that? I think uh, people find that as as a, a wonderful help through them. They ha they know that they have somebody that they can count on to call to help navigate whatever concerns or questions they have, or just you know where do I go or who do I ask, even if it's not something that is. Um, the role of social work that just okay well who, who can I call then even if it's saying okay your nurse is so-and-so let me let me get in touch with her for you um, it can be something very simple like that um, so I think patients and families find um, the role of social work as, as a great support the social workers here at, at uh, the greater Philadelphia chapter to help them 
kind of get through this very difficult time. You know, I imagine that because of the rapport you build with your families um, at the Hershey Clinic and beyond, that they uh, they recognize that, and people, most of the people you meet, never knew they'd ever have to talk to the social worker. No, you're, you're correct. You're correct, and I, I think they do recognize how important uh, social work is, uh, including the entire team that we have. Yeah, well, we appreciate it here. It's making a big difference. Um, so would you encourage other people to get involved in that kind of line of work in healthcare in general? I, I do. Um, I have mentored some social work students or, or those thinking about going in, into the field, and, and I do encourage it. It is a, a profession that um, it can make you feel very good ab- about what you can do for people. I mean, you feel like you have an impact on their life, and, um, and that's a great feeling. That's, that's really good. Do you have any um, recommendations on resources that people can use, maybe? Um, whether it's for ALS or for looking into becoming a social worker or anything like that? Uh, well, I, certainly um, I think any student or, or high schooler who is um, thinking about it should um, certainly contact, uh, if they don't know anybody who is a social worker, the, their local colleges um, to get some information about the programs and I know there are quite a few uh, professions that do take students on who can, um, you know, kind of take a peek at what social work really does. Um, and whether it's, uh, there are so many different fields of social work, not only medical, but um, it's, it's a profession that you can do all kinds of things with. Um, so it's worth exploring. Good. Well, we're glad you explored it. We're glad you explored Thanks, and came Tony. to our chapter. I am too. <laughs> um, I, I think that all of our families um, at Hershey um, appreciate it. And you'll be involved in the Hershey Walk, I assume, the Walk to Defeat Absolutely. ALS. Absolutely. I will be at the walk. I'm looking forward to that in the beginning of June. And um, I will also be um, at Advocacy Day in Harrisburg. Looking forward to that also in May. Great. Well, if you're listening and you're from the Hershey area, um, Definitely go onto our website and find out about the Hershey Walk to Defeat ALS, which is the first Saturday in June. Um, you can go to our website, alsphiladelphia.org, and click on the Walk button to get the details. Register your team now. Um, you, are you going to be part of the Hershey Walk team, the Absolutely. Best Care Anywhere? Best uh, Care Anywhere. So Sue Walsh, the nurse there, she organizes this every year. and Always a great team, great effort. Um, love that walk, and I'm hoping to bring my family this year time. again. We'll see what we can it's do. It's a wonderful time, absolutely. And if you can't, if you're not from the Hershey area, there's six other walks all across our territory, and you can find the, they're in Berwick, PA. Uh, they are in Seaside Heights, New Jersey, and then Hershey, PA in the spring. And then in the fall, we have our walks in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, uh, Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania, um, Ocean City, New Jersey, and in the greater Philadelphia area uh, near Citizens Bank Park. So find all those on our website, alsphiladelphia.org. Find out about how to get in touch with Mary Ann Jones and, and all of our social workers, also at alsphiladelphia.org. And, of course, listen to this podcast, subscribe, share it, and get involved on social media, all at alsphiladelphia, one word, um, so you can help boost ALS awareness, which is something Mary Ann does all the time. Thank you so much, Tony, for having me. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you for all you do. Thanks to all our social workers. It's Social Worker Month. And uh, if you see one, even if they don't work for us, uh, make sure to say thank you and give them some encouragement and love. Have a great month, Marianne. Thank you, Tony.